Discussions in this show should not be construed as recommendations or specific investment advice. Always consult with your investment, tax, or estate planning professional before making important decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Heritage Financial Strategies, taxes by HFS, legal by HFS, and mindful money are not affiliated. Welcome back to We Make Money Fun. I am Shanna Tinjum, your host, and today I am super excited to have one of our Heritage Financial Strategies clients in the house. Juan Tay Daly has been with me for, gosh, almost about 10 years now, wouldn't you say? I would say. Seems longer, though. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a lifetime ago when I had bright red hair, and yeah. that's when we met back in the YMCA in Chandler, I think, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> you showed up to teach body pump. I think your hair was purple. It was it red was or was purple. it purple? I think it, it was, was purple. either purple or red. That much I okay. do know. <laughs> yeah, you stood out. <laughs> <laughs> I've always stood out, but I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast today, Wante, because you have a amazing story of really perseverance, putting your youngest through college and dealing with some mental health issues with your oldest. And today we're really here to talk about your youngest and how as a one income household, you were able to put him through ASU completely debt free. So I want to start there. Let's talk a little bit about really how that process started and your journey of sort of getting debt free. Okay, thank you. Thank you again for having me here. I love sharing this testimony because so many people think it can't be done because that's yes. what I thought. Um, so <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> so really, I was what Dave Ramsey called us free spirit, just living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Wasn't really thinking about retirement or the future. And then my son was diagnosed with schizophrenia. And I still wasn't as concerned because I didn't know there was no cure for it. I thought maybe this is something that you take medication for and then it goes away. And then I found out there is no cure. And still a little bit later, I found out that medication was about $200 a week because it's psychotic. So medication. And at that time, that was pretty much about my mortgage. And so I knew I really couldn't afford to pay that. And so I worked in human resources at the time. And one of my supervisors gave me Dave Ramsey's book, Total Money Makeover. So she knew that what was going on with my son. And I knew that the only way I could really help him was to stop spending so much money, just think about the future. So if he ever needed me moving forward, I could help him financially. So I took the book. I never read the book. And for the first <laughs> year, the first year, I researched other ways to try to find some kind of shortcut yeah. to get out of debt. Wow. And I never found it. Because <laughs> so, uh, it doesn't exist. It, yeah. So I actually <laughs> attended, started Dave Ramsey's FPU course, and I took my son with me. So he was 16 at the time. And I didn't really 
know anything about college savings or anything. It really wasn't about him at that time. When I started, it was like, okay, I need to take this class. I need to learn how to get out of debt. And during the class, there was this part about college savings, you know, about getting through college debt free. And honestly, I didn't think Dave knew what he was talking about. I'm like, how are you ever going to get out of college debt? You know, I had rolled my college loans into my HELOC a long time ago. And look, and that's how it was paid off if it was ever really paid off. So I didn't really pay attention at that time. Right. I was just like, okay, it's something I don't think is true. Because the way I grew up, my family, I always said, well, you're always going to have student loans, a mortgage and a car note, like they're part of the family. And so as we got into the weeks of FPU, I really started thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, well, if my son works and I work and he received a scholarship, so that's really how it happened. So he received the AIM scholarship which didn't cover everything, which was like surprising to me because I thought it was going to cover everything. It didn't. (laughs) Nope. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so what happened is, so he was actually very active in school. So he ran track and he played soccer. And then every summer he would go to Virginia to visit his father. And so when I was looking at the finances, that was like one of the things that I had to tell him he couldn't do anymore. And it was really hard to do that because here, you know, I'm a mom saying, okay, you can't go every summer because we need you to be here to work. Right. So and because he had taken some of FPU with me, he understood the reason why. And I'm really blessed with that because, you know, I thought it was going to be really hard for him to accept that. And I needed him to buy into the you need to get out of college debt free because he was only he wasn't old enough. He wasn't even in college yet. So it was like, how is he even thinking about that? So what we did is and I was thinking, well, why wasn't he out of college? We were talking about it is because when he was in high school, he was taking college courses. So I started paying for those while he was in high school as a way to kind of help get some of those credits out of the way. And then I picked up, I was working three jobs. By the time he turned 18, he was working too. So he was, um, yeah. So he worked at the hospital and he worked at Harkins. Harkins. Yep. Yep. And then, um, (laughs) and he was like running. So he was doing like all of this stuff. And then probably two years into college, I found out that, well, college is increasing every year. But mm-hmm. that scholarship doesn't increase. <laughs> so, yeah. so then I started thinking, OK, well, we need to pay out of pocket for him to go to summer school because I started calculating how long it would take if he didn't go to summer school. So literally, we started paying for him to go to school in the summertime to help pay it off. One of the things that was really hard, like towards the end of it for him to accept is that even though he kept his GPA up as he needed to do for the AIM scholarship. So his GPA, I think it was almost a 4.0, but he didn't get into, um, I think it was like Intel, like they had some internships for engineers and his GPA wasn't high enough, even though he was working two jobs, ran track, all of that. So that was kind of like the downside of it. And I really had to tell him to just be thankful that he graduated debt-free 
because even though we missed out on that, I felt like he was way ahead others that graduated because he had a work ethic that was like above mine, if that's even possible. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know <laughs> if that's possible, but that's a good thing. Yes. And so I think one of the most just amazing things for me, like, and I'm really proud of is that when he graduated from college, it was like my first vacation, completely debt-free. And so I took him to New York. I remember that uh, too. That's amazing. Because yeah, he was thinking about moving there. And I'm thinking, I don't think you can afford to live there, even if you're debt-free. But like, so we saved the money. So he was working and then he helped because I think a lot of times these days, you know, I feel like parents don't expect their kids to help with that education cost too much. And then one of the other things that I didn't mention that bothered me with college is that when he started, they wanted me to pay for him to live on campus. I was hoping you'd bring that up, but you didn't. You <laughs> put like, your foot down, <laughs> didn't you? I did because <laughs> I'm like, well... And I said, well, you know, I can't afford for him to live on campus. First of all, I couldn't believe that college was 4000 a semester. When I graduated from Cal State Long Beach a long time ago, college had just went up to 348 something like that. And it was like 278 a semester when I started. I thought that was like so much money. And so <laughs> I thought, you know, when my son said, was four thousand. I was like, surely that's a mistake. I was like, I knew he was wrong. I was like, you're wrong. That there is no way. And when I saw the paper, I was like, are you kidding? Four thousand? And what yes. are you getting for that? But anyway, right. so four thousand. And then I think that the living on campus. I think the room was going to be like another four thousand. And then you had to buy the meal plan. Meal plan. So it's like. Yep. A, and when I said I couldn't afford it, then she said, well, you know, he could take out a loan and then you could take oh. out a parent plus loan. Oh, I had no, never no, even no, heard no, of no. I'm like a parent plus loan. <laughs> and so I said, well, you know, if I have to take out a loan, that means I can't afford it. So wow. I, and she was like, so then they're trying to explain to me why that's important for them to have that college experience. In air and quotes, I said, I'm doing that right now, the college experience. Yeah, the college experience. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, we live 15 minutes from ASU. Yeah. He can get in his car and then drive down to the school and then have that college <laughs> have experience. The college experience. <laughs> oh, God. Without paying all that. Oh, right. my God. I was so mad. So I, I had know. to write a letter. And I remember ask for that. Permission. permission so yeah. that he didn't have to live in <laughs> have the to dorms. live on campus. Yep. And I oh. had to give them a really good reason <laughs> for them to. <laughs> I felt like they were my parents. It's like, what do I, I have to ask you? Nothing going there. No. But anyway. The answer is just no. We live 15 minutes from the campus. We're not going into yeah. debt. End of discussion. Yes. And so when we went to. New York. It was just amazing. We stayed a week and I did it the Dave Ramsey way. Like I reached, uh, researched like hotels, things like that. And then I had a friend that lived in New Jersey, which I didn't realize was close to New York because I didn't do that well in that class in college, high school. <laughs> like, um, So I wanted him to have the experience of being in New York, but I wasn't going to pay all that money. So we stayed there in New York about maybe like two, three days. And then we went to New Jersey and I was just so excited to be able to give him an opportunity to see it. Because I think when my kids were growing up, one of the reasons 
that I had so much debt because it wasn't stuff, you know, like a lot of people, like clothes and shoes and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't that. It was because I worked so much that I paid for experiences, right? So it's like trips. So I wanted to take them places and do things like that that I really couldn't afford to do. And all of it went on a credit card. So that's why I was like extra proud. This was my first trip. That was all cash. And I think I was like 46, which is like crazy because <laughs> everything before, it was always on a credit Charging. card. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it's just wow. what you do. You just charge right. the money on the trip and then you pay for it later. And I will never forget that experience. I think when I started, I had about 10 credit cards. And even after I counted them, I'm like thinking, why do you even need so many, so many credit <laughs> cards? You don't need I that. Know. I three of them were from like Bank of America. Like, why did right. they even give me three? And then why three did I say cards. yes? Like, right. yeah, right. yeah. So, of course you know, I need those. 10, yeah. So every time. <laughs> oh, and I remember my God. very first credit card was Montgomery Wards. And I oh. was so excited. I think it was like $200. And then I was living yes. on my own. I was 18. So as soon as it oh. came to me, I was so proud. And I went there and I spent all 200 at one time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of money back then. It was. Uh, it isn't it was today, but wow. oh, no. And no. then it just sort of snowballs from there. I mean, I think that's the story of a lot of people that end up in debt, Wante. You're not unusual in that way. But what I will say is the perseverance and the work ethic that you and your son had to get you both to the point where he could graduate. He graduated in four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, four yeah. years, but which only is an because accomplishment. We went to summer school. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, that wasn't even a thing anymore, where it's like regularly four years. At that point, it was took the average person more than four years. I know. To graduate. It, the average is more than five years today, which is just nuts to me. And you said no to the housing situation. Correct. You said no to loans. And you took him on your first vacation completely paid for with no debt after he graduated. I mean, that is just unbelievable and is a huge testament to who you guys are, honestly. Well, let me tell you something that's actually funny also. <laughs> so after he graduated from college, he would travel. So he didn't mind traveling by himself. And so one day I said, well, why are you always traveling by yourself? Because like he would literally travel to another state to go see a concert. Like, so just stuff that I would never have done. And he said it was because all of his friends had college debt and they couldn't afford to go with him. And I never thought about it like that. That like blew my mind. So they couldn't afford to go. So he graduated and, you know, yeah, he didn't get that internship at Intel. But what he got was so much more of that freedom. He can literally live his life the way he wants to. Even now, he just turned 26. He does not have a credit card. He's not interested in it. He doesn't have a car note. Like he doesn't have any of those things. And I had all of that. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, and I do want to mention, I think when people talk about it, it always sounds like a fairy tale and how exciting it is. But, you know, there are some hard times. So it was so funny. I was thinking about, well, once I became debt free, I thought I was going to have like all this money left over. I thought I was going to be like rolling in the dough. And then I wasn't. And then I no. finally realized it was because I had been living on credit cards. <laughs> 
when you actually have to live on a budget, it's a lot different, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I I was just like, oh, that was something to be learned. But like, so now I got out of debt in 2015. And so I still do not have credit cards. I will never have them again. I have to save for things that I want to do. But I tell you what, it really is like a lot less stress. It's almost like no matter what problem you have, when you have a lot of debt, that makes that problem feel even worse. It's more stressful. So, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Well, you've been an amazing example for both your boys. I know that for sure. And you mentioned your oldest and his mental health challenges. I want to have you back in November during Homeless and Hunger Awareness Week to talk about that because that has also spurred an entirely new mission in your life. And I'm so excited to share that with the folks listening as well. Absolutely. Anything for Shanna. Yeah, you'll do anything for me, just like I'll do anything for you, my dear. It's been a pleasure watching this evolution with you, and I couldn't be more thrilled about where you and the boys are at this point in your life. Is there anything else you want to share with everybody that's listening before we say goodbye? I would probably just share, don't listen to people telling you what you can't do. You know, people told me I could never get out of debt, but, you know, I always look at that person in their life. And it's probably something they've never done. So don't ask people who haven't done things you want to do for advice. Just that. (laughs) I love that. That's an amazing quote. I'm going to stick that up on when I promote this episode on social media. That's going to be the quote that I use. I love it. I love it. Duante, thanks so much for being on We Make Money Fun today. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. And for those of you that are listening, if you'd like to reach out to Heritage Financial Strategies, go to heritagefinancialaz.com. Click schedule a consultation in the top right corner and we'd be happy to see you. Until next time, this is Shanna Tingem signing off. This client story is based upon an individual client experience and may not be representative of the experience of others and should not be considered a guarantee or indication of future performance or success.